Hey guys, and welcome to Dig, where we dig into the historical context of the Rolling Twenties through the novel of F. Scott Fitzgerald. I'm Denise. I'm Isabella. And I'll be your host today, Gracie. In today's episode, we'll unravel the connections between the world of Jay Gatsby and the dim- dynamic yet unstable decade in which he lived. One of the greatest historical fiction of its time was none other than F. Scott Fitzgerald's novel, The Great Gatsby. Published in 1925, the 20, only 24,000 copies were printed, and the novel was not due for a reprint until far after Fitzgerald died in 1940. A popular belief surrounding the novel's failure to meet its quota was the dark themes featured in the story, as well as its attention centered around society of that time, which turned away readers. Fitzgerald addressed the major issues of the 1920s and brought forth what was a little concern to the average person. That's why the novel did so poorly. But it is interesting how popularity the novel gained years later when the Royal Twenties was no longer in question. I agree. However, we should pump up we should pump the brakes for a minute. Before we jump into our dig sesh and address our sources, the research was constructed solely from online fact-checked resources and numerous 1920s centered books and analytics. We gotta make sure to give you the best experience possible, which is kind of hard to do when your info is wrong. Anyways, I think it's time to, to dig, dig in. in. During the time of the Roaring Twenties, social, economic, and political took over American history. The roles of women changed as women entered the workforce in large numbers. I believe women in the workforce was such a huge step because it showed how like women were not delicate and fragile as men were led to believe. Right, and especially in the novel, we see this as Daisy says she hopes her daughter turns out to be a beautiful little fool. Although Daisy is not a fool, this creates the idea that women and their actions are seen as foolish. It's very evident that she was portrayed as a flapper, which was very popular during the jazz age. They had bobbed hair and short skirts, they drank and smoked. Not very different from today's world. (laughs) Right. The Great Gatsby very much expresses the jazz age by describing all of Gatsby's amazing parties. From the jazz music to the way people dressed, I mean, I wish I lived in this era. Honestly, though, me too. I love to dance. Dance? What do you mean, dance? Dancing was the best thing that happened in the 20s. The Foxtrot, the Charleston, the Jitterbug. I could go on. With all the newfound jazz music, who wouldn't love to dance? I mean, it was such a relief for those people who lived in that timeline because it allowed freedom and people to be able to express themselves. Along with all this jazz, the economy was also booming with more radios, cars, and growth that eventually led to new technologies. I don't know what I'd do without my phone. Honestly, it may all sound great, but all this growth eventually led to the Great Depression. Such a great point, but I also wanted to tie in how vehicles played such a huge role in The Great Gatsby. I mean, Fitzgerald was able to have such great symbolism in how he viewed rich people in the 1920s. If you think about it, every car described in the novel portrays each one of the characters that drove him. I 100% agree with that. Me too. I liked about his symbolism that the way he used a flapper to describe Daisy. That's a great observation. Why don't we dig a little deeper into this? For sure. Well, they were young women who were very much pro-feminism. They wore skirts above knee length, which was scandalous at the time. Oh, wait. I wonder what they would think about modern the modern world of fashion. Would that? I think that would put them into shock seeing more skin than clothes. 
So real. I mean, back in the 1920s, the most scandalous thing you would do to be show ankles and legs. Their fashion mainly consisted of women dressing up in tassel and sequin dresses, while men still wore smart and tailored suits. I'm glad to live in this generation. Don't think I could wear a dress every day. Same, honestly. What I really find interesting about the 1920s was the legacy I'd left behind. Everything from the art and the culture to the politics and economics. These innovations continue to shape our understanding of the world today. I mean, all the societal changes in the 1920s laid the ground for movements such as civil rights, women's rights, and social justice. Honestly, I couldn't agree more. Wait, how did the art affect the world today? Back before the 20s, there was an art style called Art Nouveau, which was most common in glass and jewelry. So basically, it was an international type of style that brought on natural elements. That's cool, but I've never seen Art Nouveau style today in modern art. That's because a new art form called Art Deco took over in the 1920s, creating a visual and architectural designs. Speaking of art, Europe gained a large amount of expertise during this one. Expertise were one of... one were. People who explore the U.S. society and themes. They were artists, what I'm picking up. Experities were sculptors, writers, and musicians, and painters. I've never heard that term before. But. <laughs> I wanted to go back to the jazz era, and I wanted to talk about the one song that's featured in The Great Gatsby, played on the piano. It says, Ain't, ain't We Got Fun? And um, it dominated the Roaring Twenties, and it was very popular, so I see how Fitzgerald wanted to put that in his novel. I just thought that was, like, interesting how he took an actual song and put it in there. Mm -hmm. Honestly, and what I really liked about the music was, you know, the jazz age and... All the new dances that were becoming popular, such as the Charleston, the Black Bottom, and the Flea Hop. Um, and throughout the novels of Fitzgerald, you can see the jazz age where other writers and designers kind of made like a new experiment of art deco in modernist creativity. Oh, you know, literature was dominated by modernism techniques in the 1920s, which is interesting because, you know, Art Deco also came around, which was minimalistic and modernistic. So it's just mm-hmm. kind of like modernism just dominated every form of art you could think of. Yeah. And within that, like, The Great Gatsby, like, has all of that within the jazz age in it. Like, it just, how they always party and whatever, just kind of, like, doing whatever. They always, like, have, like, some way to incorporate the jazz age into it, which is what Fitzgerald created. There's also, um, I wanted to talk about the Harlem Renaissance. It was a culture explosion centered in the African-American community of New York City. So that includes blues, jazz, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that form of music. And then I also wanted to talk about how agricultural jobs became a thing of the past and more so factory centers earned a bigger role. Um, And I also wanted to say the 1920s was considered a downfall of traditional moral values. So, like, they put, you know, and it was more Um, Mm youth-centered. It, like, revolved around the idea of, like, lively youth culture. So, like... So, like, flappers. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why flappers had, like, that youthful appearance, and they wanted to seem, like, as young as possible, because that's what it was all about. Um, I wanted to say the author, Frederick Lewis Allen, 
um, who wrote a novel called Only Yesterday, An Informal History of the 1920s, was um, said that he considered it to be a revolution in manners and morals. So then again, playing back into the downfall of traditional moral values, it just kind of was like tossed out the window. We got a bunch of money, now let's have fun with it and not care about the consequences. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, one more thing that I wanted to touch on was the American dream throughout the 1920s. Kind of like at the heart of Great Gatsby lied the American dream, which we all know. Um, it was a belief that possibility of reinvention and how anybody can change into being a better perception of how they see themselves. Kind of like a prosperity and success, um and class divisions and social barriers. Um, to close off this little analysis of economics and just and the 1920s society, the art of the 1920s, and the overall growing 20s, I wanted to say that um, people were oblivious to the consequences of the money they were spending and that few people predicted that the fun party aspect of the roaring 20s was too good to last and so it was also a leap in industry because of the greater demands of consumers because we got a bunch of money i want to spend it on this i want to buy this i want to do this i don't care if i go broke i'm just having fun with how much money i have now yeah and then, that's sort of like me right now. That's how I like to like live life in the moment. Girl, I'm the total opposite. <laughs> I'm the total opposite. I like get scared to spend my money. I'm like, mm, will I actually need this? And then like I'll get something. I'll be like, I shouldn't have bought that. I didn't yeah. need that. And then I'm like, well, no, there goes my it wasn't me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Remember, like me. I think about like the times like I'm just a little kid. I can do whatever I want. This money. I'm just getting it for free. <laughs> oh yeah. You know. Um. You know. And also. I want to talk about the novel's um, effect on the public after its release. It received a lot of critical but positive reviews, but only 24 copies were printed, and it wasn't popular upon its initial release. Um, And not to mention, it wasn't reprinted until after his death in 1940, which is just interesting. Once again, I already talked about this earlier, but I just want to talk about it one more time because it's interesting how people were like, we don't want any sort of like... Thing that's negative talking about like you know they don't want to like they want to ignore the problems of how much they're spending and how their careless behavior is just going to take a huge effect on them yeah yeah okay so i think it's time that we go ahead and bring in isabella and mr miser for their interview we're good so what are some parallels you can draw between the 1920s and the 2020s? Jeez, oh, can I at least get an advance notice of these questions before you start going that deep? What the blue moon? What are some parallels between the 1920s and the 2020s in terms of societal norms? Um, I think there's definitely been a cultural shift uh, in the 2020s towards more progressivism um, in terms of what is socially acceptable. Cool. Sense? Mm-hmm. What were the major cultural, e- economic, and tech advancements? In the 1920s? Mm-hmm. What am I, what am I, am I up for the AP uh, history exam? Or are you you're quizzing yeah. me on my 
my immediate knowledge. All right. Um, the uh, economic uh, advances was there was a, uh, a desire to return back to the uh, laissez-faire uh, capitalism of the uh, Gilded Age and the Industrial uh, Revolution. But during the 20s, there was this desire uh, to return back to industrial capitalism. Um, what was the other part? Um, the cultural and tech advancements. Okay. Uh, technology and cultural advancements, you definitely saw uh, women uh, experiencing more uh, freedoms and opportunities. Uh, the Flapper Movement, um, the 19th Amendment uh, encouraged women um, to uh, express themselves politically and gave them confidence then to express themselves. Cool. All right. Thank you. Hey guys, and welcome to Dig, where we dig into no. the. Okay, great. Thank you, Mr. Miser. And now we're going to go into our Q&A for questions with Isabella and our... Michael Jenkins. Yes, Michael. Okay. This is, I'm Isabella. I'm with... Michael. And what are your questions about the Roaring Twenties? The only questions I really have are, what are flappers? Because that makes no sense. And then, what really is the Roaring Twenties? Um... Flappers were, like, these ladies, like, for, in The Great Gatsby, they had Daisy, right? She was known as a flapper, and sort of, like, like this sort of idea about, like, they would just, these women would dress up in, like, short hair, and, like, just, like, these short, like, these dresses, like, super, like, kind of confined dresses, but also, like, short and, like, just boxy looking. Anything that they could really do to make them look like a boy, really. Okay. Like, a little, like... This something that made it sort of contrasting to what people wanted them to be. Just kind of like going up for their rights and like being who they want to be. Having some difference. That makes more sense now. And then yeah. what were the Roaring Twenties again? The Roaring Twenties were like an area, an era of prohibition and women's rights and just like overall, if you know from history, from what we've been learning about like prohibition is like the um, restriction of alcohol and then they would just do the complete opposite and just would completely just start partying with alcohol and just go crazy and just go hence roaring 20s so it was just a wild time back then yeah <laughs> all right that makes a lot more sense thank you yeah you're welcome okay thank you michael that was great Okay, to end this little dig sesh, I thought we should probably review the main topics of this episode today. The 1920s trends and societal views greatly impacted the world we have today. Uh, from beauty standards to how we spend our money, I also believe that the Roaring Twenties was an important economic lesson. Once again, it taught the consequences of spending money so carelessly. Um, let's review. So, throughout the 1920s, there was a large shift in the roles of both women in both the workforce and overall society of that time. Also, economic status was super important to people in the 20s as the economy was reaching high numbers. Right, which enabled that negligent spending. We, ca we can't forget the implementation of jazz and how it practically carried the Roaring Twenties. Don't forget the importance of modernism and the shift from Art Nouveau to Art Deco. 
as well as an overall change in art, all art for forms, especially literature. Hence Fitzgerald's novel, The Great Gatsby, and his theme of modernist writing technique. Is that all? Pretty much. I hope you enjoyed our podcast. I'm Gracie. I'm Denise. I'm Isabella. And thank you for digging in with us.